Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like I, I keep saying, everyone wants to make this about me, about Tyreek. Like, please, keep pushing it to Tyreek. Like, make it about Tyreek. I understand that my platform and who I am in this league as a quarterback makes me if you want polarizing whether I'm the best whether I'm the worst like <laughs> I could care less like I don't listen to it this is my bearer of bad news and Nolan <laughs> I hate to say it I hate to say that but that's my bearer of bad news if anyone has something to if if anyone has something bad to say about me but at the end of the day like I I really don't care but if she does share it with me I mean I keep receipts. We all we all have 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 a way of how we do things, but like all the narratives about it, I am yeah sure. I am only good with Tyreek and I. That you're right. I am. That is the only time I am at my best. Um, you're right. I'm only good when Jalen's in. I I, I, <laughs> I could care less about it. Like sure, uh, if Jalen and those guys are not like I'm only as good as Raheem Mostert allows me to be. Like that's that's what the narrative needs to be. And we're able to win games and we're able to go where we want to go as a team. I am the worst football player, if that's what you want. Like, I don't care. Like, I really don't. So whatever it is, whatever you need on your show, like, take clips out, out of what I just said. Do it. Do what you need to do like that. I'm just here to do my job. And my job is to help our guys win games. Well, that was a Thursday morning wow moment. Um, not the highlights from uh, Orlando last night where the Heat get a, another win. Tyler Hero with 28 on the night, as you just heard uh, Jack's talking about. But uh, yesterday, uh, I, I don't get the criticism. I don't hear it that much. Uh, I was really surprised till it went that far. I, I don't know what Ann tells him head of communications to give him a heads up. I know Cam Newton recently, you know, said something about him. I don't know if th- that bothered him. But most of what people say nowadays is, I, I don't know, am I missing something? He's got 25 touchdowns. He's thrown for almost 4,000 yards, more than anybody else. He completes 71% of his passes. His team is 10-4, and four, and they score 31.5 points per game. Uh, I, I just, listen, I didn't know if he could stay healthy before the year started and, and you know, like everybody else where he, he probably was wondering the same thing and, and hoping, but he has played so much better than anybody thought. I don't know what shows he's talking about. 
nationally I because I don't watch them all. If people are still, you know, he can't do it with this guy. Look at Tyree Kill didn't play a half, and they, they didn't look very good. Nobody said he didn't just look good. The team just didn't look good, but that wasn't the reason they lost the game or, you know, you could say, yeah, he had the ball at the end and, and all that, but defense gave up. It's just incredible that he felt that. And on one side saying, you know, I don't care, which he shouldn't, but it's hard to block it out because, listen, people people do. He's He's arguably the most popular player in the league. Now, I say that, and Kelsey and Mahomes are doing a zillion commercials, so I get it, but look at two is right up there. You you put all the names out there in popularity in this league. Uh, fan voting, two and number one um, in votes So so for, for the Pro Bowl. I, I just, uh, I, I, I hear that, and he, then, you know, then he talks about, but I do keep receipts. Like, I, 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 I will remember what you said because I have it right here. I'm like, Tua, man. You're killing. You're winning every day. You're winning every day. You've stayed healthy. Check one. You're productive. Check two. You never. I, I never heard Marino apologize for playing with Clayton and Duper and that more. I always say that. As good as he was and, of course, great career and Hall of Fame career. But, you know, Danny be the first to tell you, man, I had really good players with me. Really good players. And I had a decade with those two. And that inside from outside to the inside in the last few years of his career, that tough son of a gun was really good, man. I mean, there was a lot of good players. It, you know, so you don't – and then, you know, he goes about, well, I guess uh, I'm only good because of Moser. I'm only good because of Hill. I'm only because – well, I don't know. You don't have to apologize. You have to apologize who your head coach is. You don't have to defend yourself because you have good players with you. Most really good teams have really good players with them. Uh, so whatever it is, it just sounds like he finally had it. I I don't, by the way, any question even closely asked yesterday about that is just, it's just ridiculous. It it, it just is. It's like you're getting ready to play two 10 and four teams getting ready to play. They got questions whether they can win a big game on the road. We're trying to win a game against a winning, uh, a winning team. Both equally important positions because the Cowboys are kind of in the same position the Dolphins are in. Like, they're a mirror image of each other right now in the NFC and AFC. Huge game, two of the best records, and I'm sitting here talking about, like, defending Tyree Kill, like, so he didn't have to go through that whole thing and he was getting animated and putting his arms up and, like, you don't have to do that. I don't know who set you off in that room to ask you that question instead of, hey, you think Tyreek's going to be back? And, like, hey, what a great job, man. Tyreek couldn't play, and you lit him up, you and Waddle and and uh, the rest of those guys. You're right, though. And, you know, he's done this a few times this year. He's gotten a little defensive, and it's been cool to hear, like, the last few times. But this one's like you're getting ready for a pretty monster stretch of games. Three games, games away. on this stuff. And you're right, though. I don't know what they're telling him over there, and who cares what people are saying at this point, right? It doesn't matter. And, you know, it's funny. You just brought up his health. We spent the entire, I mean the entire offseason, right. talking about this guy's health and you right. know, the concussions. And he's, four- and and he's 14 he for 14. And we're going to week 16 now. <clears throat> yeah. Right? We're going to week 16, and, and it's almost like been overlooked, the fact that he's been he's been out there. He's been able to stay healthy. And we knew going into this season that this team, you know, the ceiling was going to be how you know can Tua stay I, healthy? Uh, How yeah, many games I wish, can Tua play? Listen, this and man, that. 
Tua, you win every day, and everybody else looks like an ass clown talking about you. You're up for an MVP. You're going to be. You're going to get some votes. I'm not saying he's going to get it. You've stayed healthy all year. All those things that were talked about in the off season. You're going to throw for three games left, over 4,500, maybe closer to 5,000 yards than 4,500. You're completing 71% of your passes. And by the way, the other thing for some of the other quarterbacks we've had, the guy's got nickname Checkdown, Chad, and and all the names that we came up with, he only throws short passes. You're throwing it down the field, man, as accurately as anybody. Like he I, won, Joe. Like it's, it's and to me, it's you know, again, it's a great story. I I really do think that it is. But one of the he, greatest stories in the history of this franchise. Yeah, he won. I mean, he has. There is no discussion. There's no debate anymore whether this guy is going to be the quarterback moving forward here. I, I mean, he yeah. is right. And, now, and I I know that people want to see them win a playoff game and all that good stuff. And I I'm completely with you on that one. But no matter what happens here. He, he's going to be the quarterback of the future of this team. Yes. And that, that's not even debatable at this so point. I, so I just, he uh, wins. I, I just it, – it's incredible, though, that he was so fired up. Like, you, you got 10 wins. You've already got more wins than we've had around here for a while. We've, we've had 10 – we went 10 and 6. I shouldn't say that. A few, you also few should understand ago. that, like, the quarterback position is going to get talked about all no, day long. No, he said that. It just is. That, no, that's, no, that's Woody, the he said of the that. Position. He's got to understand that, and you're going to get you know idiots like Cam Newton who call you a game manager or a system quarterback or whatever, and you can't let that stuff bother you because it's, it's just stupidity. All the, I've told you, I think this game manager thing and system quarterback, all these titles are so stupid. Well, let's just get back to you're this. You're either good here. or you're not, right? Let's, let's, let's get back to this whole thing. This thing is – so he is a quarterback in the NFL, and they're they're the most critiqued under the microscope, morning, noon, and night, year round. There's nothing more popular than a quarterback who's a former first round quarterback, all that stuff. But what he has done, it's been a little different road to getting to where he is. But what a great story! What a great story! Um, his you know his offense, what he's been able to, he obviously put in a ton of work this offseason for everything. He looks smarter, uh, things that he's doing that nobody's going to talk about, looking people off and throwing perfect 50-yard passes that he's throwing to his guys on the outside over and over again. It just It's getting to be just natural right now. I, I just uh, – listen, man, any of those coaches or players that are traveling in or – listen, man, Tua, you win. You, you – everybody owes you, like – even people that say, oh, I still don't like his stuff. Okay, whatever. Well, we haven't won. Okay. It's not all him anyway. Like, this is a team. I get that it starts with the quarterback. But this stuff, and apparently the Tyree Kill thing, you know, out for a game, and, and he apparently has heard stuff, no matter what he says. That And Waddle, you had Waddle still to throw. Like, when do we start all this stuff of who you're playing with? When, when did all this stuff stop? And it's not just going on here. There's a guy in, in San Francisco putting up with the same stuff, whatever yeah, you think I, I of thought her. initially, you know, and I still think the Tyreek Hill thing is so stupid because it's like, yeah, you, you take a guy like Tyreek Hill out of your lineup, of course things are going to look different. Of course you're not going to be as good. Tyreek Hill is, is the best receiver in football by far. Yes. So of course you take him out of your lineup. Things are gonna <laughs> are gonna look different, Joe. And especially in the Tennessee game, you know they game plan to have Tyreek out there. 
their entire offensive game plan, I would assume, revolves around Tyreek Hill if they know he's going to be out there, right? They know he's not going to be out there. Like in the Jets game, they can they can plan for that ahead of time. I assume they knew that he wasn't going to yep. be out there for that game, or they at least anticipated that. But, yeah, he goes down in the first quarter. Of course things are going to look different. What, what do you expect? So, anyway, and, and you still had chances. I mean, you still have – for whatever reason, you got a two touchdown lead in that game. So I just hate that he feels like he needs to continue to do this stuff because he is he's proven himself to everyone. That I would have just taken know, the high know. road on. I know he felt this, and again, I don't know what Ann said to him before head of communications. I have no idea because she, she her part of her job is to hey they're going to ask you probably about this and this and this. Hey coach, they're going to ask you about this this and this. Yeah, and, and the other and thing, man, our beat ready, writers right. are not tough, man. I, they just aren't. No. And that's not a shot at them, but this isn't like they're not up there pegging him with, with difficult no, questions. No, that's why he gets out there in front of them. They they're not yeah. hammering him, but like whoever asked a question about something about Tyree Kill, um, he got going, you know. And listen, Tyree Kill's really freaking good. Like he he might be the best individual player in football this year, you know, McCaffrey excluded or or but Tyreek and the big plays he makes, the amount of fifty and forty and thirty and sixty yard plays is like crazy what he's been able to do so anyway we've uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to here but yeah I I heard it last night somebody gave me a heads up and I was like holy smokes man what the hell is that about what to it like I had to pull out all the numbers again for for the game this week I'm going 25 touchdowns almost 4,000 yards 71 percent teams won 10 games and they got the number one offense Pretty damn good to me, Tua. There's uh there's about f- three quarters to more of the the league that would like to have a quarterback doing what you're doing. We got to go to break. Stay with us. We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In a moment. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, thank you. What a, what a day. Boy, did I enjoy that yesterday, watching all day. Like, I had no life watching for commits and seeing if there was going to be flips and commits and decommits and everything else. And... Wow, things were great if you're a Canes fan. Mario Cristobal, Miami Hurricanes head coach, joins us this morning. Coach, I just got to start before we get into it. Congratulations, man. Uh, Right to the end of the night, just unbelievable what happened down in Coral Gables. Awesome day. So many people. So many people that were responsible for putting that thing together. Um, And again, a lot of momentum, more progress, and on to the next one. Well, uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out where I want to start because – yeah, you, you, you did real. You did great in some different states. You, you got a, some guys at the last second. I guess we got to start with Armando Blunt from Central. Um, later in the evening, made his decision. Did you have a pretty good idea that 
he was going to flip back? Are you sitting in the office 50-50, or when did you start to feel good about that? I'm a good poker player, man. I'm always going to hold my cards tight. I mean, you can tell there was a natural connection there. I mean, um, awesome family, awesome mom, dad. I mean, um, incredible young man that just wanted to – I want to be a hurricane, man. You want to be a hurricane. He, he just connected well with our players. They know each other. You want to be coached by our defensive line guys. Um, just, uh, man, it's, it just felt like it was going to happen, but you never know in recruiting, right? Yeah, well, uh, listen, that, that wasn't the only one. You, you had some other guys that, uh, that did some late flips as well to really jack that, that, uh, that national rating right up there with the, the big, by, big guys in the top couple of spots. But – um, I did want to ask you about the D-line. It looked like it was a priority both inside and outside with Jones and Scott. My God, two defensive tackles. You wouldn't be surprised if those guys came in right away and, and got some snaps, huh? You wouldn't be surprised by that? I wouldn't be surprised if anybody in this class was um, – I mean, that was the whole goal of the class, right? I mean, this is our first full class. They were freshmen on the field this year, to put it in perspective. At this time next year, right, we would have had a freshman and a sophomore class um, and it showed this year a ton of those guys played, right? And by the end of the year, we had six, seven starters. I'm sorry, six starters that were true freshmen on the field. And we expect this class to be as good or better. So, yeah, there's going to be opportunity to lower for these guys. And they're capable. They're really, really good football players. And they love football, okay? They absolutely love football. They love competing. We expect a world of them. Um, I haven't seen them all play, and I know you've you've seen them all up close and personal and traveled around to, to see them, but this kid from uh, Chaminade, this safety, Patterson, boy, there, there's another guy um, that some nights he played, even with those great wide receivers, and I thought, oh, my God, he might be the best player out there. He is something else. Talk about being able to get him. Yeah, I mean, he makes his presence known immediately. If you go out to a game, man, there's there's all kinds of stuff flying, right? Chin straps and buckles and ear pads. I mean, this guy's knocking people around all over the place. And you feel it in all phases, right? He's a special teams, just monster as well. Really smart, uh, instinctive player, uh, explosive, great acceleration, body control. I mean, he's uh, he's exactly what you want in the, at that position and has a lot of versatility as well. All right, so so the other one for me that I've been whining and crying about for years and years and years is you got to be able to get into St. Thomas Aquinas High School and get their best players. Coach, you did it. You went out and got four guys. I never thought I was going to see this day. There were days where we didn't even recruit the school or we couldn't get into it to even see the best players to, to where you are now. Yeah, it's uh, what can you say? They do an unbelievable job, um, Coach Harriet. I mean, everybody uh, at that school. I mean, there's great relationships there. Heck, Tuan Russell is the athletic director. Um, <laughs> they do a great job with their players. You know, yeah. so many of these down here do right. I mean, look at our, the list of players that we signed, and um, it's for us to be really, really good. These relationships, you know, have been reestablished. They're going to continue to be fostered and nurtured and get better and better. Um, and now, again the best players locally are really starting to come down here in numbers. And that's the secret to Miami always being good in terms of the local aspect while combining those, you know, the guys from out of state and abroad. Also, the four-star wide receiver class. Coach, I know it's another position you obviously wanted to try to upgrade for the future. Um, just talk about the priority of that position. Yeah, three guys that are complete, uh, they're complete game changers. 
speed, power, right chance, Robinson. Um, what can you say about him? Look at him. He's already looks like a grown man, right? <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. That guy is roped up, man, and a great player. And he's the one that kickstarted the class after our, our spring game, uh, which everyone was so concerned about. But, man, this recruiting stuff, it's, it's a marathon. you got to keep going and going. And he's been steady all year long as a commitment with people coming after him. But, again, awesome family, great football player, complimented by JoJo Trader, who, again, just like Chance, been after JoJo forever. I mean, I feel like I've been recruiting him since he's been in the sixth grade, you know. <laughs> and uh, another guy with just unbelievable ball skills and speed and explosiveness and, and just another guy that loves football. And these guys play together, you know. they played together for a, for a long time. They know each other. They want to see each other be great. So awesome additions. And then Nye Carr, he's, he's – Again, another guy like these guys. He's another rocket ship. Just a 10-4, 10-500-meter guy oh, God. out there in Georgia. Actually, was committed to Georgia for a while. And, you know, when we saw opportunity there, it fit. It fit great. And, again, another awesome family, just like JoJo and his mom. But just awesome people to be around. It just – everything clicked, man. Everything clicked. These guys want to play together, and they want to be elite, and they want to bring Miami um, to national prominence. So, Mara, I got to ask you. You never take us inside those those recruiting meetings when when you're sitting there with your your staff and going, okay, hey, this recruiting class, I want to what get faster, get bigger. We need big bodies. I know you're big on huge offensive linemen, but where was the priority going into this recruiting class? Oh, I mean, we're we felt like going into the year, we're still about fifty, sixty percent of the way there from a roster standpoint. You know. I mean, that was always the biggest the biggest area of concern and area to address was on the way in here, and now on two years, was, okay, it's very similar to, you know, when I was out in Oregon, and you know, where you, you just had to flip the roster, you know? You have to. And if you look at it this year, what we were looking at, well, we wanted to hit a home run at the D-line like we did at the, the O-line last year, right? And we want to make sure the quarterback position continues to elevate and upgrade we wanted speed. We wanted guys that could just take the top off the coverage um, at the wide receiver position. We need guys to play man coverage. Still, we're not done at DB. We need defensive backs that can play man coverage, that could get you on the ground in space. Uh, we wanted running backs that could run by you and run through you. You know, yeah. And we felt that we got that as well. And we wanted to continue to enhance the O-line class and get a really dynamic, dynamic tight end. And we felt that we did that in Elijah Lofton. And then that linebacker, we wanted we wanted large, explosive, sideline to sideline, but also knock you back in the box type of guys, and that was established. Yeah, I uh boy, I tell you what, what 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 a class overall. So so Mario, I gotta ask you, the quarterback thing pops up and and people ask me all the time, like I like you and I talk every evening. I said, I where do you stand right now on the quarterback position? Is this thing going to be about transfer portal? Is that still in play, or is it just development from what you have within? Back to poker, you never show your cards. You know, yeah. <laughs> we've got great ones here, and we're certainly always on the hunt. And you know, it's public out there some of the things that we're doing and, and who we're looking at and whatnot. But we feel great about both things: what we're we're looking to do and what we're working on, and we feel great about the young guys in the building. All right, and I got to ask you about this big dude. You just you couldn't help yourself on these big offense alignment. Markel Bell, my God, 6'8", 340 pounds. Um, yeah. Wow, where do you line him up? What what position are you thinking coming into this thing? He's six eight if he sits with a curve. You know, I mean, this guy is a, he's a human eclipse. He's, he's a, a complete. Um, 
a monstrosity of a human being, but he's extremely athletic, tremendous range, his hips, his feet, everything, very flexible, very mobile, rangy, athletic, recoverability, heavy-handed, the light feet, um, a, a guy that, uh, again, a difference maker right away. Wow. Yeah, I uh, just when I thought, man, what what else can they add on that <laughs> that offensive line? That that offensive line just keeps getting bigger and uh, and bigger. That's always been your thing, right? The the bigger guys, you just feel more comfortable with with big, athletic guys, correct? Well, I mean, it's not just the size. There's a lot of big offensive lines out there that get tossed around, or you know, they can't sustain blocks. But when you look at what this offensive line is looking at, I mean. Let's take two guys, for example, right? Let's look at, at, at Francis, right? Big CC. I mean, have you seen him on screens? I mean, he's Oh, my God. Back. I saw him go right over the top of a guy with, uh, I don't know which game it was, going down the field. Oh, God, he just killed somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, he's, he's just about 6'6 six, six at 335, and, and his body fat's about at 20, 21%. And he's going to run 4'9, you know, he's going to bench, you know, 450. Uh, and squat the world, and, and he's a really he's an unbelievable guy off the field, on the field. He's as nasty and as physical as it gets. And then you go to the other side, look at Jalen Rivers, right? Look what he's done with his yeah. body, 336 wow. pounds, long, long arms, tough, explosive, sustains blocks, really smart, can double-team you, knock you off the ball in single blocks, and get downfield on screens. These guys are athletes, man. These are jumbo, jumbo athletes. Uh, the portal, real quickly, too, a defensive tackle. I see you guys picked up uh, another one, or I don't know if you can talk about it, the Middle Tennessee State. Is that something you can talk about, adding that, or not yet? I don't think we can talk to you yet. they got to do some paperwork and okay. whatnot. Uh, but we're very active in it, and we're hitting – you know, you go to the portal to, you know, where you need maturity, you need, you know, some more seasoned um, players with experience and whatnot, so – we're 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 at, we're not close to being done, brother. We we still got. I mean, we've been at it all day, all night yesterday, and at it this morning. Yeah. So we, we still have work to do. Hey, Mara, what's still out there in the transfer portal? I, I and I I know high school stuff still in play, but but what's is, is there still a lot of quality out there? You guys obviously study that for a living as well. Well, I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, you're either acquiring really really good talent that can help you, or you're acquiring somebody else's problem, right? Yes. So. And there's not much time to do your homework unless you've already known a lot about that person. And, I mean, that could change in a heartbeat as well. But you've got to be active in it just because uh, what college football has become, you, you can't ever allow yourself to be in a hostage crisis, right? You've got to be able to go get great players. And, and people keep asking, well, how do you manage this or how to deal with that? You just you go get elite players. And if there's an issue and someone has to go get a one that's better, you know? But but don't put the program in a situation where, hey, man, it's all depending on one person. Bring in people that want to be here, that want to be elite. And when you're doing your homework in the portal, just make sure you're really talking to people that you can trust to get a great background check on that guy so that he really fits your program. Yeah. I got to ask you one last question because this pops up all the time. When you put together a coaching staff, you're obviously looking for coaches that are really good at developing players, X's and O's, something to help you on game day. But the recruiting stuff, man, guys get paid a lot of money to be great recruiters that aren't head coaches as well. What would you say of your group right now uh, when when you look at that and you put a staff together, Coach? Well, they, nowadays, I remember when I was a GA, Joe, you, had to, you probably had your coordinators were strictly football guys and maybe three to four or five others were, and then you had a couple of good recruiters. 
Now everybody's got to be able to do both. It's too competitive and it's too fluid. You know what I mean? And with the nature of recruiting, the, the ability to connect with people, to articulate with people, to, to be, I mean, to be a good recruiter, you have to be genuine, right? You have to be able to relate to people and that's going to carry over to your room as well. So it just, it kind of takes care of itself. You're, you're charismatic in the sense where you're really, really impressing people or, yeah. or you're doing so much, you know, and so much for them in a good and a positive way that they're really just into like being part of like you, your process. And so we are really proud of our staff. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about the, uh, the coaches, the GAs, the analysts, the support staff, man, the grounds crew out here, yeah. the people in custodia, these people are, they're, they're machines. They just go and we still got to get better, you know? Because at the end of the day, if you cannot, if you cannot recruit and relate to players, you, you can't do it. You can't be part of it. You know what I mean? And, and we hold people to a high standard, and you got to find a way to get it done. I mean, there's no, there's no coach in the world that could overcome not having talent. You know, and you got to be able to have talent that's you know shows inside and outside on a person. Yeah, and I got to ask you one final question. This is from a personal side. How good has Jason Taylor been throughout this process for a guy kind of new to this whole thing? He's done a great job. And, and I think the best part about about Jason is that, you know, he's a guy that has, and I've said it before, it sounds like a broken record. He has absolutely nothing to prove, but he conducts himself and goes to work every day like he has everything to prove, right? And that's worth a ton. We're still trying to find edge players that look like him. You know, that's always a challenge. Um, to find guys that look like him and play like him. But remember, Jason was a wide receiver in high school before going to Akron, right? Yep. And then developed an off-the-ball player, safety, the linebacker, and then asked to be an edge player halfway through the season. And look how that thing turned out, right? He knows work. He understands it. He's got a tremendous appetite for it. He's been absolutely awesome. And, and um, again, tremendous blessing to have him here. Yeah, he's got the biggest chip I've ever seen in the history of the Miami Dolphins. I've never seen a guy play the bigger chip every day than that guy. Hey, Mario, thank you so much, man. Congratulations on this class. I can tell you're jacked up, and you should be. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, Joe. Have a great one. Go Canes. Mario Cristobal, Miami Hurricanes head coach, joining us here. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's up there with the big guys, man, in this, uh, this recruiting. Hey, we got to go to break here. We got a lot more stuff to get to here, but first – this morning, holiday season, we'd like to introduce and welcome you to the Chevy family. Yeah, if you haven't been there, we sure would love for you to stop by if you're looking for something new or slightly used. South Florida Chevy dealers have never looked better with the products they have from top to bottom. Cars, trucks, and SUVs have never been better than they are for the holiday season for you and your family to come down convenient locations all over South Florida, take a test drive, and really fall in love. Whether it's a big, comfortable SUV like a Suburban or Tahoe, got a brand new look and have added more space before you take that little trip into the mountains, or maybe a midsize Traverse is the perfect thing you're looking for. Right down to Trailblazers, the Equinox, and the Blazers. So much style and substance, and congratulations. Once again, Equinox, two-year big-time winner in the SUV family, and then Silverado Trucks. Strong, durable Silverado Trucks. They make so many different trucks. We've got one that's absolutely perfect for your lifestyle. Hey, whatever it is you're looking for this holiday season, I didn't even get to all the cars, but I will tell you, that Corvette right now is the leader. 
Nothing's looking better than that new Corvette. It is smoking hot. Hey, cars, trucks, and SUVs have never been better than they are right now for this holiday season for you to stop by. Fall in love at your South Florida Chevy dealers today. All right, Woody, thank you. And uh, we're on a little bit late. Want to thank Mario for uh, coming on. He's obviously uh, jacked up, and he should be, with uh, with that recruiting class of uh, of really good players. Really, really good players. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it all comes together for spring, and hopefully a lot of them will be able to graduate early and come in for spring football. That seems to be the, the big thing now, and more and more guys are doing it when they can. Some of the private schools, you can't graduate early. All right, so – We've uh, got this other story going on, and uh, look, everybody's getting feisty. Here we are, getting uh, close to Christmas, and um, we got three games left. I've said this over and over all week. The Dolphins could finish as a number one seed, and they could finish as a wild card. That's uh, <laughs> that's from one side to the other. Yeah, it, they could literally be traveling for a wild card game and could be sitting home on a bye week. Think about that with three games left. 10-4 and four record, and that's where the Miami Dolphins are. So this game, and by the way, people are talking about the Dolphins. You got They haven't beaten anybody. We still got to see it. The Dallas Cowboys are saying the same thing. Who have you beaten on the road? Who have you really beaten on the road? The record, they're less than 500 on the road. So, uh, And they got, they got kicked around if you saw the game with the Buffalo Bills. So so they're coming down here. Two top offenses as far as scoring points will we'll face off. Same records. And, uh, and by the way, I guess a lot of people are saying the same thing about Dak Prescott that they say about Tua. Matter of fact, Dak probably gets it worse or as, as rough, right? People are constantly – ESPN, oh, my God. They he's be- very polarizing. But, you know, the thing with Dak, though, too, man, is he's been out there for a while, and they have not gotten where they right. expect to go, right? And, you know, I feel like every year we, we look at the Cowboys, whether it's middle of the season, late in the season, we go, man, this team's really good. They have a chance. You know, they got a great defense. They got a great offense. And I think you did the same thing this year, right? Yeah. They looked like a team that was a, a real competitor or contender, I should say. And, and you know, you go to Buffalo and you get waxed. Right. You and, know, they, and it's kind of a rude awakening, I guess. And, you know, th- they're going to be out to prove something this weekend. I think there's no no question. Oh, yeah, about yeah. That. They don't want to get two teams in this game that have something to prove. And, and you could tell, I mean, two was well, all both need the up game. yesterday. But it's not something to prove. They. Woody, they got to win these games. Like oh, Dallas, I know, I know. Dallas and Miami in the same situation. They're sitting there. There's a bunch of teams real tight, and they got a chance to win the NFC East. We're talking about the AFC East. They got a chance to win that, and they understand. You know, we we we, we got to win this game. So so yeah, it, it's about you know getting set for these playoffs as well for them. And and listen, you're the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, we can talk about the Miami Dolphins because we're down here. There's no bigger product in professional sports than the Dallas Cowboys. It just isn't, man. They are the Jerry Jones down. There's a reason that that franchise is worth $10 billion. It's worth $10 billion. The most expensive, if you were to buy it, if it was for sale, it would cost you more than any other franchise in any sport in the world. It would be a good buy. And be a good at, buy. at that price, <laughs> and be a good buy. I don't think fair, you have to worry. Price. I don't think Jerry Jones getting rid of it, so you don't have to. But worry. But I, I do. You know what, man? I, I do believe in that stuff. That teams go into games, they want to have you know with something to prove. And and I think Dallas obviously wants to show that last week was a fluke, right? 
that they can hang with these teams. And then I, I think the Dolphins clearly want to erase the narrative that they can't beat a good team. Right. That narrative's been out there, and it, it's time, man. It's time to you know they kind of put up or shut up, right, if you're the Dolphins these last three games. I mean, this is it. This is the stretch run of the season. You have to prove you can beat teams like this because in about four weeks from now, you're going to have to beat one to keep your season going. Haven't beaten – uh, a team with a winning record. That's a fact. I mean, nobody's getting upset. There should be nobody. In it's okay. I don't there. know what the Broncos record is. The Broncos back at 500 or something. I mean, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but, but, but you, but know, you the know point. You know what we're talking about here. And, Joe, they have to not only beat these teams now to get into the spot they want to get into, but these are the teams you're going to face in the postseason. Oh, yeah, these could these be. Are the kind, these are the caliber of teams back. that you're going to face in the postseason. So anyway, that's uh, that's where this thing is. We got to go to break, and we're gonna get all caught up here. Uh, if you missed a pretty fired up Tua yesterday, um, which I, I was amazed because to me, I get up in the morning, I kiss my baby, I look at my wife, say good morning to my parents, and I go, I've stayed healthy all season. Check one. My team's ten and four. Check two. My team. In every just about offensive category, clearly number one, check. 25 touchdown passes, check. Leading the league in passing yards, check. And I complete a higher percentage of passes than anybody else, check. None of that other who you play with matters, man. My numbers and what I've done, he's got to throw it. He's got to check to it. He wins. He, he's done it all. Yeah, Tyreek, yep, great to have him. Jalen Waddle, great to have him. Raheem Mostert having this record-breaking season at running back for the Dolphins with his 20 touchdowns. Hey, man, it's great. It's all part of the big picture, but nobody's apologizing for, for playing with great players. That's something probably most of the really good football teams have in common is they have a lot of good football players. We got to go to break here. We got a lot more to get to, but first – I want to take a second this morning to tell you about something very important, Atlantic Men's Clinic, and I want to make sure this holiday season, you don't screw this thing up. I, I really do. Hey, it's the holidays, a time of love and joy, but if you suffer from erectile dysfunction, the season can be tough on you. The dirty little secret that you really can't tell anybody about except your partner, and you have to apologize, and you have to take a pill, and she goes, you take a pill? Yeah, I know. It's so... Okay, did it kick in yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just, it, it, it's just so demoralizing. It's embarrassing, frustrating. You start to lose your confidence, your self-esteem, like this thing that you had for all these years, been able to make love to your wife, and now it doesn't work. Well, you can do something about it. Landing Men's Clinic can do it for a holiday season. For the holiday season. Here's here's the deal. Atlantic Men's Clinic's got six locations. I go to the plantation. I can tell you what they've done for me with low T and ED, and they'll do it for you. Your initial visit includes a medical consultation, a teen, a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, and that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. I want you to get rid of this ED, and it can happen. It can happen during the holiday season. How would you like that? Running for a pill on a night where things are going really well. You don't have to do that, man. All natural getting back. You can do it. Call them, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Your your first visit, your consultation is free. It's the most important one. 
I hope you'll call him and do something about it. It was important to me. I hope it's important to you still, whether it happens in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or 70s, Atlantic Men's Clinic can help you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.